Hey, 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 and welcome to another episode of Farming Sense Growing Dollars. I am Sonia, <laughs> of course, <laughs> and in this episode, we'll be discussing the three types of costs as they relate to liabilities. So, the three major costs that we would um, contend with as it pertains to our liabilities are fixed costs, mixed costs, and variable costs. And in this podcast, I will try to give as many examples as possible, going through each cost, um, discussing what it is, and possibly ways to approach them. All right, so let's start with fixed costs. Oh, wait, before I move any further, let me acknowledge the fact that for this episode, I'm trying something new. I'm trying to give you guys just a better understanding of who Sonia is. What do I like? What do I do mainly when I'm working? So typically when I am trying to get something done, something that requires brain power, I like to listen to classical music in the background. So you will hear classical music playing throughout this recording. It might be low. You might not even recognize it, but free plug for Pandora on this one. There where I get my, well, that's where I get my classical music because of my classical station i love it so hopefully you guys actually hear and give me some feedback let me know if you like hearing the classical music or or just the silence in the background i appreciate hearing from you guys i love my feedback well i just love constructive criticism in general all right so let's go back to our class enough of the chit chat Fixed costs, as the name suggests, these are set and typically do not change over a short time. So great examples of fixed costs would be mortgage, insurance premiums, and rent. Because you know, these prices are always the same every month. And you can even plan for them because you know, a year, well up to a year, typically, the price is going to be the cost sorry not the price the cost is going to be the same variable costs now are variable as the name suggests <laughs> they fluctuate and are typically more difficult to gauge than fixed costs so some examples of variable costs are your grocery bills well unless you buy the exact same thing every time you go to the supermarket but even if you do buy the same thing um inflation is gonna kick in and you realize that your buying power has weakened so with the one dollar you're able to buy less things so in that case it is a variable cost one week you go with two hundred dollars you're like yay the other week you go with two hundred dollars you felt like you went with 50 i know y'all can relate so, yeah, some other examples of variable costs would be clothes, gas, vehicle maintenance, electronics maintenance, you know, all the little things that we don't have on a consistent basis. It, well, here comes commercial. Thank you. It, it typically, um, I'm sorry, the commercial just came in and threw me off. Let's start over. Where was I? All right, yeah. So maybe like gas and that type of stuff. 
you'll realize one week you go to the gas station, you can fill up your tank, no problem. It's probably $40. The next week you go, you realize, oh, it's $40.50. What, why, why am I paying 50 cents more? That's because gas is a variable cost. Um, the price of gas cannot necessarily be controlled because it is dependent on the crude oil supply, the um, refinery operations, and gasoline pipeline deliveries. So since these are so variable, because sometimes when the gas is being delivered, it costs more, it costs less. So this is reflected in the price that we pay at the pumps. Hence, variable cost. Now for mixed cost, I really hope that inter interruption didn't change the flow and you understood that. Mixed cost. Mixed cost, as the name suggests, <laughs> have both a fixed and a variable component. So, you know, they're mixed, like my mixed babies. I like my mixed babies. Your household bills, gas, electricity, and water are typically mixed costs. Mixed costs usually, um, there's usually a fixed component that, as a that is as a result of having the service. And then there's a variable component dependent on how much of the available service that you use. So for example, Con Edison, which is the electric company in New York, they charge a fixed maintenance operation cost just to have the technician come out and read the meter on a consistent basis. And also to, funny enough, to, to calculate your bill and send it to you. In addition to that, you're required to pay a certain amount of money per kilowatt hours used proportional to the amount that you consume per month. So, they um, compile all these costs, the base rate for having the technician come read your meter and for having them prepare your bill and the variable rate, which is the amount of kilowatt hours you use. Put those together and you pay them to send you the bill in addition to paying them for the service. So that is a mixed cost. And again, most household bills are mixed costs because your gas bill is like that your electricity your water they're typically calculated around the same so fixed mixed variable fixed don't change mixed have both fixed and variable component variable is it fluctuates depending on what's going on in the economy or just sometimes with the passage of time because of inflation what cost can you minimize? So now we've looked at the three types of cost. I'll give you a minute. What cost do you think would be the best cost to try to minimize? Or maybe not a minute, a few seconds. Ding, ding, ding. You got it right. I would strongly suggest that wherever possible, you minimize your variable and mixed costs, the ones that fluctuate with the passage of time or with economic factors or personal preferences. For this, I would suggest that you think like a minimalist in your spending. Before you make a purchase, try to wake a week or a few days 
to give yourself time to think about whether or not you need this thing unless it is an absolute necessity so sometimes you know food some food items because food i try to look at it, look at it more as an investment even though it's a liability it's an investment in yourself because you are what you eat so if you eat garbage uh-oh what are you <laughs> I, I did not say that you said it um yeah so you are what you put into your body feed your body healthy foods reward your body because your body is the machine that's taking you around that's allowing you to function when it pertains to food i say yes yes and yes but food shelter clothing you know your basic needs but when it comes to a luxury item so buying this scented lotion over another or buying jordans over nikes like those options where you know it's not an absolute necessity it's just a luxury item i would say give yourself a week or a couple of days more than one day of course to think about the purchase and if after a day or a couple of days you forget about it then you can more than likely do without it so don't get it but if after a week you still have this burning yearning to get this item then go ahead by all means get it and hopefully you follow your gut trust your instincts if your instincts say this is absolutely essential or this is just something that's good for my mental state or you know my body because sometimes you need to treat yourself but while you are in the process of saving and trying to build your personal finances do not please help me help you do not spend wastefully be a minimalist in your spending and then um also something else that you can do too well some other things that you can do lather when you're lathering up in the shower turn the water off so that will help you reduce the cost of your water bill when you're brushing your teeth like while you're actually brushing your teeth turn the water or even i mean i'm guilty of this when you're leaving a room turn the light off turn the tv off it doesn't need to be on if there's nobody in the room granted these these words of advice i am taking them myself because we are on this journey together i promise i do know a lot of the information but i am guilty mm. guilty 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 <laughs> of some of the things that i know i shouldn't do but i still fall i still succumb to them sometimes yeah you you live and you learn and you give yourself grace and that's okay now so that was what cost can you minimize you can try to minimize as much as possible your variable and your mixed costs what cost can you eliminate probably some of your variable costs so for example don't pay for a subscription that you know you won't use or don't get charged for a gym membership when you know you don't have the time oh my gosh so this same thing happened to me last year i was on this journey i was like yes yes i'm gonna get this body right time to work out this is gonna be good 
um i paid for a gym membership for for the whole year i was ready i went to the gym we started in june i went to the gym all of june two weeks in july then august came and i was like well i didn't go the last two weeks of july so (laughs) so i guess i'm not going august and it just slowly fizzled out now i realized that my money was being wasted you know what i did yes that is right i called the gym i was like listen i no longer have the time to come in as often as i wish which it really wasn't that i have didn't have the time it was that i was too darn lazy but yeah i told him i didn't have the time so i wanted a refund sadly i only got a partial refund but sometimes you have to pay to learn right because it was my own fault anyway so yeah there's that little plug for you huh <laughs> my story of the gym so these days what i do because after that i'm not paying for another gym membership I know from experience that I will start out all pumped up, fired up, ready, and then it just fizzled out. So what I try to do is I come up with my own relatively simple um, at-home exercise routine, and I try to stick to that. I buy, you know, little things to help me with my exercise. So for example, I have my yoga mat, I have my weights, I have my... um, my stretchy band thing that you put around your leg i forget what it's called resistance band that's what it is i have my resistance band and when i'm ready i put work in do my stretches and all them good stuff so that's what i would suggest that you do as well if you are trying to live a healthy life i recommend that you come up with your own at-home workout routine and do that instead of paying for a gym membership also remove the add-on packages that you don't use whether it be cable package or you know special features on your cell phone if you have it and you're not using it chances are you don't need it so get rid of it also another thing occasionally you can call your cell phone internet cable insurance any of those companies you can call them and inquire about promotions that they have that will possibly reduce your bill because occasionally they do have promotions going on but guess what they won't call you because they typically offer these promotions to the new customers however existing customers can partake in these most times so of course don't call them every week but occasionally call inquire about their possible promotions and see if you can take advantage of these wherever you can save money try to do so what cost can you plan for these are the costs that you know stay the same do not change with the passage of time quickly tell me what cost it is you are right these are your fixed costs because these are stable so you know beforehand exactly what they will be up to probably even a year sometimes you can also plan for for these costs because you know you have all the information you know exactly what it will be it will not change put it in your budget write the number down take the number out of your paycheck every week and know boom that's for that i don't need to worry about that 
you can also to an extent plan for your variable and mixed cost but these require patience it, like it will come so much easier if you give yourself patience and make some wiggle room in your budget because as we now know variable and mixed costs they fluctuate because of their um you know they're unstable unstable is kind of a funny word to use to describe costs but yeah that's exactly what they are their unstable nature so yeah you you plan for them you give yourself a little um wiggle room so for example with me the one example i can think of is when i was in high school when i was in high school i used to get um five hundred dollars and granted people this is jamaican dollars we're talking about so five hundred dollars is equivalent no this is a very loose um translation that i'm doing because i do not know what the what the rates are right now for the jamaican dollar to the u.s dollar but five hundred dollars for high school would have been um five dollars u.s and that's what i used to get to go to school to buy lunch and whatever yeah the jamaican dollar is not very strong to go to school buy lunch all of that what my mother would do in addition to that because my school was relatively far from home it was about uh maybe an hour and a half or two hour ride so what my mom would do as well she would give me an additional 100 dollars now granted i did not know at this time that she was teaching me to budget i didn't know i just thought yeah more money but something in me was just inclined to save the money however sometimes that money would actually save me because i would either leave home and forget to eat breakfast or i just didn't have the time to eat breakfast or i would be at school and i had a project due that i forgot about and i have to buy equipment i have to buy more pencil or construction paper or anything like that in order to finish the project this safety net that was built for me was very helpful and this is the same that i'm encouraging you to do with your budget yeah that's the best example i could come up with because it was you know practical give yourself some wiggle room with your budget put away an extra you know a dollar or two or whatever give yourself an extra hundred dollars however much your pocket can allow give yourself that much to know okay maybe this week um my sister will be coming into town or next week i know uh, no next month i know i'll be going on vacation so i need to have you know a new swimsuit i need to get my hair done i need to get my nails done for the men yeah, well men are not really fancy actually men are fancy they're not picky so you i don't even know if men think about getting new clothes i should probably ask i don't know I feel like men do but they're not as fussy about it as women interestingly enough but yeah or even um gas i know for us who have snow in the winter in um like december winter periods gas is higher in the winter and electricity is higher in the summer months because in the summer the ac is running 
in the winter, you need the gas to um, channel the heat throughout the house. So you know those differences, you plan for it, you put it in your budget, you make sure that it's accounted for. So then when the time actually comes to pay the bill, it's not a surprise. Make sense? So yeah, these are the three types of costs as it pertains to your liabilities. Because you remember in the first episode, we spoke about assets and liabilities. So this will constantly be a build. Just stick with me here. Oh, the, oh my gosh. The, the symbolism is real right now. Just as I said, build, like there was a build in the music in the background. Hear it again. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for joining me. Please remember to like, share, support, and subscribe. Follow me on all social media at Sonia underscore Lawrence one. That's Sonia underscore Lawrence one on all social media platforms. You can send me a message. I promise I'll respond. I always respond to my messages unless they're group messages. Please let me know also if you like the information that's being presented, if you have any questions or even if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, I'm open to all possibilities. Until next time, my friends, continue to be great. See you in the next episode.